it's not all about pink roses and it's not about having everything bliss because it's not life is full of ups and downs and just when you get out of a rut and you think you're up you go back down and that's the way it is did you have a chance to look at our ignite your life retreat offer don't do anything don't even listen to this episode before you go and look at the link below find out more about it if you joined already welcome aboard if you did not join and you want to hear more about it hope to recharge.com forward slash retreat the first week of january we're going to have a three-day fun exciting inspiring mind-blowing retreat in south florida my friend miri will be giving workshops on the art of kintsugi and i will be giving workshops on living with a grateful heart. Gratefulness versus gratitude, the difference between them. If you would like to join us and you would like to get to the next step and live alive, experience life on a different vibration, on a different level, join us on this retreat. We have specials going on now. If you have any questions, reach out to us. Just shoot us an email. We'll hop on a call with you. We'll see if it's right for you. We are taking a few like-minded women to this special three-day event. We cannot wait to see who joins us. Whoever joined, thank Thank you. We have a lot of exciting things going on during the holiday. See all of our specials. Ignite your life. Retreat the gift of light package. Stay tuned. Join us on our Facebook and on our Instagram. Join our community. Stay in the conversation so you don't miss incredible fun offers and incredible information that we are sending your way. Thanks for being here. Enjoy this unique episode. 2021. Where has the year gone? I feel like it flew by and Almost everyone I speak to feels the same way. I learned so much this year about myself, about my vision, about my day-to-day personal growth, my boundaries, my awareness, and of course, amplifying gratitude. One of the things that I do on a constant basis is meet with my EFT practitioner. So people ask me, what do you do to stay on the path of growth and healing? It's not like I healed many years ago and then of my old beliefs and that need to be reassured and my traumas that I need assistance with. And it really opens my energy to start the week on a more positive, grounded, aware vision of my week. One of the things that he said to me last week, I was talking about an issue that I was having with something internally, and we were going through the process and tapping into it, tapping, tapping. I was really giving excuses. The excuse was coming so real that it became a reason. I was sure that the excuse was really a defining reason for me that it might turn to work. He shared with me a saying that somebody in his life shared with him, he said 20 something years ago, and he says, if we baby an excuse long enough, it becomes a reason. That is so deep. It is so true. One of the things that I talk about a lot with people that want to change their lifestyle and want to move out of their rut that they're in, if it's mental health, if it's relationships, if it's more positivity, in their life, I ask them, how much do you want it? How much do you want it? Because the amount that you want it is going to be the determining factor of how you will succeed because you're going to keep on showing up and you're going to show up and something that you thought that will be your saving factor maybe will be a 2% saving factor and then it will change to something else and then to something else, but you won't stop. You will constantly show up because you want it deeply. One of the things that I always say, and if you are an avid listener of mine, you know this, that I say that the reason I believe that I succeeded in my healing was a lot of God, a tremendous amount of support, and my desire to heal. I was not taking no for an answer. 
I was not settling. Now I knew that there will be different stages of healing. I knew that it's going to come in different periods of my life and different awareness factors and different modalities. And it's going to be like an onion that we have to peel and peel and with different channels. I knew that I'm going to have a lot of mentors and a lot of guidance and books and different ideas that I come across that I'm going to try to implement. But I said, just because I'm trying something and it's not succeeding with my recovery, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to try. And I wanted it so badly and I was not taking no for an answer. And I kept on trying. And I think 80% of success is showing up. And I say this a lot. 80% of success is showing up and showing up is to do the things that we're not sure about, to trying it out again and again, like exercise. Will these push-ups work? Will these jumping jacks work? Will these stretches work? Will this run work? Will this meditation work? Will this EFT practice work? Will this coach work? Will this mindfulness awareness, will this gratitude practice work every single morning and every single night? Let me try it for 40 days. Let me try it for 80 days. Let me try it for 90 days. Let me try it for a while and see what the benefit, what the outcome is of trying it. And when we are so determined to reach our goal, and my goal was healing, my goal was to live alive, my goal was to be able to smile for my children. If you didn't read my blog from last week, I highly recommend reading it. I got a few people reaching out to say that they were crying through it and it was a saving grace for them. They had a similar experience or they're hoping to get their life back, their smile back, their livelihood back. I think when we come head on with our excuses and we're like aware that it's an excuse versus a reason, is it a real reason? or as an excuse. Sometimes we have to be kind with ourselves and say, you know what, even if it's an excuse, I want it now. It's serving me now. Sometimes excuses serve us now to give us more clarity. But sometimes excuses come between us and success, between us and thriving, between us and living a life, between us and our deeper relationship with ourselves and others, between us and our new job, between us and forgiveness to someone, between us and healing a physical illness that we just came to accept, a reason, versus an excuse. How much did we show up? We have one life. Yes, we have life after life, I believe. But this life that we're granted with our body, this body has one life with our family, one life. How much are we showing up for it? That's my passion. My passion in life now is to say, if I got up from the depths of hell, of not wanting to live, not wanting to get another moment to breathe because it was so painful to go through the depression, to go through throwing up my food because it wasn't going down, going through another night of terror nightmares and panic attacks. If I got to a stage of loving my bed, loving silence, loving understanding my trauma, loving the work, loving living, if I got to there, I want others that are struggling in living alive to know that they too have the ability to do the work and to slowly get there. Who wants to live an average life? Who wants to just get through life? Who wants to just get through life? Why not live alive? So grateful to my friend Nomi Hope. Her name is Nomi Hope. She went through a crazy transformation in her life. Crazy transformations. So many. And she taught me this a few years ago and she says, live alive. And I said, that's what it is. It's not to just exist. It's to live alive, to feel the vibration, to be excited. Doesn't mean that we don't have Donald times. Doesn't mean that I don't have silent times. Doesn't mean that I don't have many hiccups during a day. Many anxiety, frustration, resentment, so many things because we're a work in progress until 120. And as much as we work on traumas, they still come and meet us along the way. We still have insecurity. We still have fears. We still have our DNA. We can change a little bit of our habits, a lot of bit of our habits, our routines, our boundaries, but 
do we work towards living more alive every day? I was just talking to a friend of mine. She has a whole movement for gratitude. I interviewed her, I think it was a year and a half ago, on the topic of living with gratitude, and she supported her mom with bipolar for many years. Her name is Michelle Rubin. I'm going to put her link to the episode in the show notes. We were discussing the idea of toxic positivity because in the positive psychology world, we cultivate positivity. We try to dwell in it. We try to work with it. So the idea of toxic positivity, and I spoke about this before, toxic positivity, for me, it's an oxymoron. For me, I think it's a trend going on in the world that wants to shut down the positive energy and dwell in the pain. When we talk about positivity, it doesn't mean that we don't feel. It doesn't mean that we don't grieve. It doesn't mean that we don't have sad moments. It doesn't mean that we don't have feeling of resentment, hate, frustration, anger. The idea that I think is not spoken enough about is that they can coexist. We can be grateful for something at the same time be very sad about something else. What the gratitude and positivity and the mindset and awareness and mindfulness work is all about is how frequent, how intense, and how the duration of the negative emotion, I call it negative, but it's the ones that we don't want to dwell in. The ones that we don't like, I call that negative just because we don't like it. That doesn't mean that it's a negative emotion, but the ones that we don't like to sit in the sadness. Do we love sitting in sadness? Do we enjoy it? Or we do it and then we want to move out of it. So the frequency, duration, intensity of our hard, challenging adversities, maybe I should call it adversities, how often do they come and how long do they stay and how intense do we feel them when we don't practice positive mindset and positive psychology, gratitude and all that versus when we do practice, when we do practice positive versus when we don't practice positive. How frequent, how hard, how strong, how long does it stay in these turmoils, in the, in the adversity? And I think that is the conversation that we need more in the world, that it's not all about pink roses and it's not about having everything bliss because it's not. Life is full of ups and downs. And just when you get out of a rut and you think you're up, you go back down. And that's the way it is. And that's the heartbeat up and down and up and down. That's a heartbeat. It's alive. It's alive because it's the up and down. And we don't enjoy the up if we don't have the down. If we're flat, there's no enjoyment. There's no intensity. The up and down is what makes it alive. And a heartbeat is up and down. When we cultivate the ups and we give a lot of attention to our downs and they can sometimes coexist. There is no toxic positivity there. And there is no such thing as toxic positivity. That's an oxymoron. And we discussed this many times. I'm going to say it again and again until my audience understands that. Do you sometimes feel stuck? Do you wish you can be somewhere else? Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, but you just don't know what the first step to take in order to get to that life that you're dreaming of? Many people ask me, what did I do in order to create this wellness that I'm living in? How did I shift from deep depression, from extreme anxiety to a thriving life, to a productive life, to a life full of joy? I put many things into practice and it's every single day. Many of you know that it's gratitude, a healthy mindset, boundaries, self-love, and one of the most important things that many people don't speak about, forgiveness, self-forgiveness and forgiveness to others, essential for healing. I put together a package for those that want to increase their wellness in their life and implement these techniques custom made for their lives. If you want to work one-on-one with me on these topics in order to move forward towards that dream life that you have a vision of, click the link below in the show notes. It's called Gift 
of light. It was on sale in the month of December. We're extending it for a little bit of January. So grab it now before it increases in price. It's a custom made program for you. One-on-one with me, eight sessions. We will develop a concrete program that you can implement in your life so you can create a better well-being. Click the link below. Looking forward to working with you. Because H1 needs to do their own work in themselves and say, where do I want to hold? Where do I want to be? What's good for me? How much more positive energy do I want? How much more negative thoughts do I want? Or negative feelings or bad feelings, not even negative feelings, bad feelings, things that we don't look forward to. I spoke to Tal Ben-Shahar about this and I said, is toxic positivity a thing? And he says, he thinks it's like a rumor, like a an energy, a fear in the world versus a reality because it's either toxic or positive. If it's toxic, it's not positive. If it's positive, how could it be toxic? If I'm feeling positive at the moment, if I'm feeling positive, not preaching, but feeling positive, I don't see how that can be toxic. I think somebody else telling you to feel positive when you're feeling not positive, that's toxic. It should be our own personal work, no one else's work. I think each one has their own measurement of how much they want and need in their life in order to get to their goal where they want to go to. There's a question is again, where do you want to go to? What's your goal? And if you want to achieve the goal of living alive, you have to ask yourself the questions. What do I need to do in order to live alive? What do I need to do in order to get out of this rut? What do I need to do in order to get out of this mindset that's always of it's not working or I'm not, it's not successful in my recovery, in my relationships? Where am I stuck? What story am I telling myself? And how can I adjust that story? How can I live in a different story for a little bit and see if it works for me? How can I evolve? That's the question that I asked before. How much do you want it? And when we start playing around with the different ideas that positive psychology is sending the world, and we have unlimited amount of resources of books, courses, professors, preachers, podcasts, you name it, there is TED Talks about positive psychology because it's a real thing. So how much do we want to cultivate it in our life? How much do we want it? Some people don't want it. Some people don't want it at all. And that's okay. And that's their choice. But if somebody wants something a little bit different, and they want to engage more in the world of positive psychology, and be more mindful and aware and grateful. So what are you doing towards living with that and leaving that whole fear of of toxic positivity away and saying, you know what, I'm going to make it not toxic, I'm going to make it healthy positivity. And I'm going to work with myself and ask myself what works for me? How does it work for me? And that's why I'm so passionate about it because I believe that there are no two humans that have the right dose for anything. No two right humans have the formula to succeed with mental health, with physical health, with relationship. But there is a formula out there for different things that does implement our brain and our neuroplasticity and neuroscientists that talk about it. So how much do we want to change within our brain? And what are we going to do in order to amplify the doses in order to change our neuroplasticity and our outcomes. How much do you want it? What are you willing to do? What choices are you willing to change, make, adopt? What behaviors do you want to change? What do you want to get rid of? And what do you want to start with? That's the question. That's why I'm so passionate about it because I believe that we can all live alive. I honestly believe that we can all live alive. Not all the time. We have a lot of down moments, but we can all have that opportunity of living life to the fullest at many moments. I do that through gratitude, and you know that, and through meditation, through prayer, through silence, 
through many other practices, through engaging myself in like-minded communities, being inspired. And sometimes I just don't want to do anything and I just want to be. And that's another thing that my EFT practitioner really taught me, how to just be, how to not find value only when I'm giving. My name is Matana. Matana means gift in Hebrew. And I tell my parents that it's a double-edged sword because it was an amazing gift to have that name in Israel. It opened so many doors and opportunity because of my name. People fell in love with me because of my name. They didn't even need to know me in order to fall in love with me and just want to hang out with me because of my name. Banks, lawyers, projects at work. Oh, your name is Matana. Oh, we want to work with you just because your name is Matana. It doesn't matter who you are. We want to work with you because you have such a unique name. You're a gift. You're present. What I learned on the opposite side is that I showed up thinking that my only value in this world if I'm an act of service of giving. And I abandoned it myself. I really didn't show up for myself the way I was supposed to. And that's what I believe my huge crash 11 years ago came from, from not paying attention to what Matana wants. I paid attention what the world wants of Matana and expectations, the world, family, community, what they wanted from Matana. But did I ask myself, what do I want? Who is Matana? I didn't even know who Matana was. Now that I know Matana and now that I know what Matana needs and what she thrives from, and thank God I had a terrible breakdown 11 years ago because I was awakened to myself, to who I am. I was able to do the work and to heal from all of the past behaviors that were not serving me to the highest self of myself. I came to learn who I am. I came to serve myself in order to serve others in the best way, not out of resentment, not out of frustration or worthiness of acquiring worthiness of giving, giving because I'm a gift, I'm a gift. That's my name. My name is a gift. I have to give. I have to give. I have to show up. God wants us to show up. God wants us to give. Yes, we do. But give from an open heart. Give from a place of overflowing. And when I close my eyes every morning and I do my meditation, I do a gratitude meditation every single morning with my nishmat. All I could see is when I close my eyes is Niagara Falls, the overflowing of water. And I always say, I want to serve from abundance of overflowing of myself. I want it to be like a Niagara Falls of just abundance of serving, not because I feel worthy when I serve, but I feel that I'm overflowing to serve the world because I first nurtured myself. Niagara Falls wouldn't be able to give if it didn't have constant water, right? So we first have to nurture ourselves. And that's what I learned through my recovery, how to nurture myself. And my EFT practitioner taught me how to be and how to love being without serving, doing, accomplishing, and how to find worthiness in being in silence. One of my greatest joys are now to sit in silence. My kids know what's mommy's biggest joy, sit in silence. I do love camaraderie as well, but with a balance. But when I just want moments of cultivating my life and appreciating it, I just want silence. My old self, I ran away from silence. I couldn't be in silence because it was so painful. It was brutal. I didn't want to hear my voices in my head. I didn't want my heart to start feeling because silence, I start feeling. Now when I feel gratitude, I feel good. I feel some pain also, but good pain of growth. In the past, it was only terrible noises in my head and terrible feelings in my heart. And so I kept on running, doing in order not to feel and be. Now my greatest joy is being. I want nothing more than to share this experience with the world that others that feel stuck or feel that they're not in the place that they want to be they want a little bit more they want to ignite themselves what are they going to do towards it i'm here to really share from my knowledge that i acquired from my experiences 10 years of experience of healing working with hundreds of people around the world creating a better life for themselves we're creating this retreat also if you didn't hear about it ignite your life retreat to really ignite the beginning of January. Are you igniting your life? 
Do you want to be with like-minded women that want to say, okay, I'm at this point. Now I want to go to the next point. I want to live alive. Come join us if you want to join us and learn from our practices and from our experiences. And together we're going to grow. I grow from every person that I work with. I grow from them. Every one of my clients is, is really a teacher to me because I learn from going through their life. I'm learning also. I'm serving and learning. They say the best teacher is a student. Constantly learning. Constantly. That's why I always have mentors. I always have my consultants, my coaches, my teachers, people that inspire me. It's important to constantly surround ourselves with people that will believe in us, trust in us, want more for us in order for us to be the better version of ourselves. And it's always evolving. One of the things that I just want to wrap up on today that toxic positivity is a thing we tell ourselves and it's in our decision if we want it to be positive or do we want it to be toxic, but it can coexist. Gratitude and pain can coexist. Sadness and hope can coexist. Positive mindset and despair can coexist. Frustration and joy can coexist. We should coexist. We should because that's living. Gratefulness is living with the great fullness of life. Gratefulness, the great fullness of life, all of it, the ups, the downs, the messiness, because that's what makes a beautiful picture. If a picture was only one shade of blue, it wouldn't be art. If a picture would be one shade of red, it wouldn't be art. If we look up to a sky, I'm very obsessed with the sky, with oceans, I skywalk, it, it inspires me. And every day is a different sky and a thousand different skies every day. You look up to the sky and what it makes a beautiful sky, the different shapes of the clouds, the different colors of the clouds, the constant changing of the clouds, where the sun comes in, where the beams touch the clouds. If it would be one color, one shade, one shape, it wouldn't be beautiful. So the great fullness of life is like a sky, like an ocean, the different colors, the different contrast, the different intensity. That's what's so beautiful about a life. Not a constant straight line of just being, just existing, not constant. We need it all. The ups, the downs, the messiness, the good, the joy, the sadness, the resentment, the hate, letting go of it, all of it. That's what makes us a great fullness of life. And gratefulness and gratitude are two different things. And that's what we're going to be teaching on the retreat. How do we practice gratefulness every single day of life in order to really live alive? I'm going to ask you, how much do you want it? Ask yourself that question. What do I want, first of all? What do I want and how much do I want it? And let's go back to the quote that Greg, my EFT practitioner, told me. If we baby an excuse long enough, it becomes a reason. We want good reasons to move us forward, not reasons why we cannot move forward. I'm here to support anyone that is ready to get rid of the excuses and own the reason why they should live more alive. The reason why they deserve it. The reason why they can, not the excuses of not. The link to Ignite Your Life Retreat is on this episode. If you send me an email that you listen to this entire episode, and I'm putting this at the end, I will give you at the retreat, if you sign up to the retreat, a $50 gift card for Amazon to buy whatever will make you moving forward easier and more exciting. If you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, reach out. We will create a 30-minute free consultation to see if we can really work together. Not everybody's a match. And to see if I can assist you by implementing little things in life to live more alive. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Please, if you haven't left us a review, please. We work so hard to produce these episodes. We really work hard to produce them. If you enjoy them and you get anything from them, even if you get 5% of inspiration, do us a favor. Please go take 
20 seconds, 30 seconds out of your life and leave us a review on iTunes. It helps share our awareness. It helps us grow our brand. It helps us grow Hope to Recharge. It just brings more and more people to the community that we can break the stigma on depression and anxiety and we can amplify positive awareness and energy in the world. Thank you if you left the review. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your ideas. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for all of the feedback that we get. We cannot do this alone. Together is better. Bye till next time. Thank you for listening till the end. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. In Mental Health Together is Better, you being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com and see what other offerings we have there for your mental health well-being. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Bye till next time. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists one click away. Go check out BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Get 10% off your first month. Start your wellness now.